Welcome to St Mary's Podcast. You're listening to part of a short series that will share the heart of the Christian message. And in this episode, we're going to be exploring holiness and the importance of living a holy life, both in community, both in community, but also in our personal lives, in the hiddenness of our lives where nobody else can see, that secret, quiet place where it's just between you and God. So why holiness? Well, first of all, uh, Scripture tells us that God is holy. And if we were going to be a reflection of God, then we also can be holy. And living a holy life is about drawing close to God. And there may be some things in our lives that God is challenging us to change. It might be that still small voice that whispers and niggles away. The Holy Spirit could be prompting us to give up something for God or change a certain habit or lifestyle. God is love and he wants to come into every area of our lives. And the desire for holiness has to come from a a genuine, authentic heart, one that's willing and saying yes to God. And this should not be out of personal glory, but one that devotes ourselves wholeheartedly to him. So by living a holy life, we're able to draw closer to him and allow him to continually change us. A wholehearted desire for God. And as God's holy people, we already live in the blessings he has for us. So what does scripture tell us about holiness? In the Old Testament, there are many references to holiness. It appears many, many times in almost identical form. And specifically, God addresses Israel and he instructs his people to be holy purely because of his faithfulness and the fact that he is holy. He led the Israelites out from Exodus to the promised land. And Leviticus 11:44 says, I am the Lord your God. Consecrate yourselves and be holy because I am holy. And we find this repeated in Leviticus 19 and 20. And it's pretty clear from scripture that God is the ultimate source of holiness. And we can only be made holy because of God himself and through the indwelling of his Holy Spirit. And these verses also give us a key understanding to God's overall theme to be in relationship with him. And because God is the Holy One, He wants people to be like him and reflect his holiness. And this applies to me and you, just as it did in the context of Israel. So this instruction of holiness wasn't a new idea to be in covenantal relationship. This God commanded of many people that he chose, for example, Moses. And it was even found at the beginning of creation. And the theologian R.C. Sproul says, the call to holiness was first given to Adam and Eve created in the image of God. That means we are also made in his image to mirror and reflect God's holy character, to shine forth his holiness to the rest of creation. This command from God is a gracious invitation. It's the true heart of God to make himself known to his people, to be in communion with him. It is by joining with God and his plan to restore us and the world in which we live. And just as Jesus submitted himself to his Father's will on the cross, 
he consecrated himself to the Father by saying, not my will, Lord, but yours be done. This was the ultimate submission to God's will in pursuit of the Father's holiness. Therefore, holiness needs our will to be submitted to God's will. Holiness is doing the will of God. So by submersing ourselves and our will into his, we can pursue holiness wholeheartedly by seeking after him, spending time in prayer, and allowing the Holy Spirit to gently transform us by sharpening the edges of our character. And in the New Testament, we learn about holy living through Christ incarnate. Although the holiness of Christ is more implicit in the New Testament, it is still directly related to Christ's sinless nature. 1 Peter 2.22 tells us that he committed no sin, no deceit was found in his mouth. And the Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 5.21, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. There are two really important things here. First, God created Christ without sin as a living, perfect example of holiness. Therefore, his life and ministry in Scripture is the one model that we can base our lives on. Aspiring to become more like Christ, holy and without sin. And also, Christ became sin for all of us by his sacrifice on the cross. That means we are forgiven of sin when we acknowledge and offer our sins to Christ through confession and repentance and the conviction of the Holy Spirit. This is powerful and sums up part of the gospel message to help us move forward into holy living. The former Bishop of Liverpool, J.C. Ryle, said that surely the scriptures teach us that in following holiness, the true Christian needs personal exertion and work as well as faith in the sense that holiness needs pursuing and it involves a level of work by submitting all of the areas of our lives to God. And this takes time and effort, which can seem very challenging a lot of the time. But by the grace of God and help of others in our church, we can become a community in pursuit of holiness together as the people of God, picking each other up when we fall down by praying for one another and helping us overcome some of the battles in life. Holiness is also about involving God in the daily decisions that we have to make in life. The things we choose to do with our lives and the attitudes we have towards one another. Practicing attitudes of love, grace, kindness and compassion. Seeking after godly character, integrity and humility by recognising God's rule and reign over us. And the famous evangelist Smith Wigglesworth said, that you must make every day higher ground. You must deny yourself to make progress with God. You must refuse everything that is not pure and what the Holy God wants you pure in heart. He wants you to have an intense desire for holiness. And you might think that this holiness of God is, is such a high standard. And how can I achieve this? Well, what's important to know is that we're all on a journey Holiness is something that needs to be pursued with us and God and each other in community. And yes, it does need to be taken seriously. However, our God is a gracious God. He understands that we've not always got things figured out. And that's why we have others around us to pick us up when we've fallen. And holiness is about and desire to trust our lives to him. This is the example that we are able to give all that we can to him, all of our thoughts, actions, and every part of our character. Holy Spirit. He is holy by name and he, he helps 
and guides us to pursue a life devoted to God, allowing us to be transformed, living a holy life. And the Holy Spirit strengthens us to holiness by enabling us to see our need to be holy and to become more Christ-like. He enlightens our understanding so we can begin to see God's perfect standard of holiness. Then he allows us to become aware of specific areas of sin that can be cleansed as we receive God's forgiveness. And Galatians 5.16 says, Live by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of sinful nature. Therefore we cannot pursue holiness without the help and guidance of the Holy Spirit to strengthen us to live a holy life.